Welcome to the fourth of six Al-Anon Family Group podcasts, especially recorded to introduce you to Al-Anon meetings. The topic for discussion today is, why did I feel afraid to go to my first Al-Anon meeting? If I am not the person who has the drinking problem, why should I have to go to a recovery meeting? If my wife, husband, son, daughter, or friend stopped drinking, wouldn't my life improve immediately? Isn't this drinking situation really somebody else's problem? Our participants today will introduce themselves by first name and tell us how they made a decision to try an Al-Anon meeting. If they choose to, they may share whether they felt angry or depressed or afraid when they came to a face-to-face Al-Anon meeting for the very first time. Any opinions that our participants offer will be their own. They invite you to take what you like and leave the rest. Remember, in Al-Anon, we share our experience, strength, and hope so we can make up our own minds about what is happening in our lives and what we might want to do about it. We keep the focus on our actions and behavior and not on someone else. Uh, Hi, my name is Sharon, and I um, didn't know about Al-Anon for a long time. And I saw on a bus one time a uh, notice about Al-Anon, and it just asked if drinking more was affecting my life. And it it really struck me because I, I didn't think about my husband being an alcoholic or anything like that, but I knew we had problems. And when I read that, I just, it really tugged at my heart. And it took me a little while to um, find an Al-Anon meeting, but when I did, I don't really remember if I was afraid or not, but I, when I went to the meeting and when I sat down and started listening to the people, I immediately felt right at home. Um, the funny part for me was that I didn't stay. I went for about a month to these meetings, and for some reason... I became afraid as I went to the meetings um, that the alcoholic would find out I was going and that he would um, think that I thought he was an alcoholic. That makes no sense to me. It didn't make a lot of sense to me now or then, and it doesn't now. But um, I did become afraid when I uh, first was going to the meeting, so I quit for a while. But I had that experience of the love and the fellowship um, from those first four or five meetings that I went to, and I remembered that. And a few years later, I got up the courage to go back, and um, I I don't know what I'd do without it now. It has helped me in every facet of my life, and I now have multiple alcoholics in my life, and... This program just helps with with all of them and everything that I do day to day. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. My name is Harriet. Um, I came to my first Al-Anon meeting very, very reluctantly. You could almost say I was dragged there. I hadn't heard about Al-Anon whatsoever. Um, I didn't know where I was going, why I had to go. All I knew was that my life was in a mess. I was totally, totally depressed. I was um, 
depressed in the sense that I was so tired of covering up and and keeping this big dark secret that we had because I was raised in an atmosphere where you didn't bring your dirty laundry outside the house. Appearances were very, very important. So I brought this attitude into my marriage and to the outside world, we had the perfect, perfect situation. I would feel so, so fake because the more people thought we were so wonderful, the more I would say, if you only knew what I was like inside. And I was literally falling apart. And this friend of mine in AA, my best friend actually, uh, she said to me, there's a place you have to go. And uh, I said, yeah, I kind of thought she was going to put me in for treatment or something. But no, she said, there is a place you can find help. And I, she arranged to take me to my first Al-Anon meeting. Terrified, didn't do it. I went in there. I was so steeped in false pride. That was the way my whole life was, was geared. Um, you thought I was wonderful, so I, I, I could get along. I could exist like that. But she brought me to this place, Al-Anon. And I say this place because I went, I just went in, in total fear. When I got inside that room, I was met by people who hugged me, who told me I was in the right place, even though I didn't really believe it for the first half hour. But, you know, something happened to me that night, even at that first meeting. And I, I can't even tell you what I got out of the meeting, but I can tell you that I came away from that meeting with a feeling of hope that I had just thought that was never going to happen to me. A feeling of hope that, I, there is a way out of this dark hole I've dug myself into. And gradually, uh, this wonderful Al-Anon program got to me and got into my life and gave me back my life. And that's the beauty. That's what I try to pass on to anybody who is reluctant to make that step. It's the best thing I ever did for myself, or I should say my friend did for me, made me do it. And today I have a life that is second to none, and it's it's simply because of taking that first step to get to that first Al-Anon meeting. And to, to think that I would open up and share and trust, you know, these were foreign thoughts, and that didn't happen in my second meeting or my third. But once you get through that first meeting and you, you get a phone number, you get a contact, and you, you know that... Even if you don't fully believe yourself at the moment, uh, which I didn't, and I'm only speaking from my own experience, they told me it was going to be better, and I believe that. So for all those who, you know, who listen to this just for wondering what Al-Anon is, it's a place where you can get your life back, and no matter how desperate you feel at the moment. So I, I really hope that... You know, anybody who's looking for Al-Anon, who, who cares to look up the information, will say, I have to try that because it's a lifeline. It has been for me. Thank you. Thanks, Harriet. I'm Bill. I've been in Al-Anon a year or two. And I remember my first meeting like it was yesterday. I was so angry. And, you know, my wife had stopped drinking. Why was I angry? I mean, after all, she was in a 12-step program herself and was in recovery, and she wasn't drinking anymore. Why wasn't my life improving? Well, I found out 
when I went into that first meeting, all these other people had been in Al-Anon for a while, and they were sharing with me what it was like when they first came in and how angry they were and how their life got better. In some cases, the alcoholic in their life was still drinking. In other cases, they weren't drinking any longer. But they told me, Bill, the thing about this program is it's a program of hope. It's a program of your recovery. My recovery? There's nothing wrong with me. If that alcoholic would just get their act together, I would be happy here. But, you know, you can't control another person. What do you mean you can't control another person? I sure thought I could. Well, I did for many years. At least I thought. It was sort of an imaginary control on my part. But I remember the that first meeting, even though I was, I, I'm not sure it was fear. I think it was, I was just too uh, much of an in, 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 an intellect that I thought I didn't need these kind of things. So I thought I was better than so many other people. But as we sat around that room, all these people were telling me how much my life would improve. Now, I had the attitude of, well, okay, I'll try this stuff. In two weeks, I'm out of here. Well, I won't tell you how long I've been here. But it has been a wonderful program. It's helped me deal with the problems of living with an alcoholic, whether they're sober or not. Because sometimes when an alcoholic puts down the drink, that's all they do. They don't go in, they don't go past that stage. But for me, I had to learn how to deal with my own problems. I discovered I had an alcohol, alcoholic grandfather and how he had affected my father. And my father was not an alcoholic, but he had some of the tendencies of alcoholics, you know, perfectionism, hostile temper once in a while. And guess what? I had inherited a lot of those things myself. But, you know, after coming to Al-Anon for a few years and working the 12 steps of Al-Anon, that first step that my life was unmanageable was surely true. But I wouldn't admit that because I had it all together, I thought. I was successful in so many ways. But a relationship with an alcoholic, I couldn't deal with. But we got better. We actually became friends. And eventually, when time as time went on, and we are still friends today in a different way, even though we're no longer married. But it helped me deal with my children's problems as they grew up through adolescence and so forth. So to me, Al-Anon has been a lifesaver. Uh, <laughs> it's more than two weeks, so I've been in Al-Anon for a while. And I would suggest that anybody's interested in it to give us a try. There's a lot of meetings. They're all they all have little bit different personalities. So if you go to an Al-Anon meeting and you don't like it, and something they said you didn't like, go to another one because there's all kinds of personalities of Al-Anon. And remember, we may not all be there, but we're all there because we need to be there. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck to you, and we'll help you out whenever you need our help. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. I'm Chris. And I was very afraid to go to my very first Al-Anon meeting because I was told by my alcoholic husband that I should go to an Al-Anon meeting after he told me that he was an alcoholic. I was not aware and didn't associate any of the difficulties that he was having and we were having with him having a drinking problem. So I didn't think I needed to go to Al-Anon because I thought, people that went to Al-Anon went because they knew they had a problem and they needed help. I didn't think I had a problem and therefore I didn't think I needed any help. So very reluctantly I went to my first meeting and I um, I listened and 
was just amazed by the things that I heard. Um, the people that were sharing were sharing things that were going on in my head that I had never, ever told another single human being before and could not believe that, that there were other people out there thinking and feeling the same way that I did. Um, and not knowing or thinking that I had any problems and there was anything wrong, it was just such a shock to me to hear that there were other people that were just like me. And for the first time in my life, I felt relief that somebody else knew what I was going through. Um, and through going to Al-Anon meetings over time, um, I came to realize that um, growing up in an alcoholic home, even though I'm an adult and don't live there anymore, there was still some leftover isms, if you will, that um, still affect me today that Al-Anon is helping me to cope with and giving me the tools to live a happy life and 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 work with the very best. So I am very grateful to Al-Anon. I'm very grateful that although I didn't want to go and didn't think I needed to go, that somehow my higher power worked through my husband telling me to go, and I did. And um, I'll continue to go. It's a wonderful program. Thank you for letting me share. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. And thank you, everyone, for joining us in this Al-Anon family group meeting. Every day all over the world, similar meetings take place in the anonymous and confidential safety of Al-Anon. Al-Anon family groups are for friends and families of people who have a drinking problem. There are no dues for membership. Al-Anon is self-supporting through the voluntary contributions of its members and the sale of Al-Anon literature. We invite you to join us again soon for part five in our series of first steps to Al-Anon recovery. More people who have been affected by someone else's drinking will join us. They will describe how they felt right in the middle of their very first Al-Anon meeting. If you're ready to try a face-to-face Al-Anon meeting, scroll to the bottom of the page at www.alanonfamilygroups.org and click on how to locate a meeting. Or you may call toll-free during business hours Eastern Time, 1-888-425-2666 to find an Al-Anon meeting in your community. Thank you for listening to Part 4 of First Steps to Al-Anon Recovery from Al-Anon Family Groups. If you missed Parts 1, 2, or 3, please go to www.alanonfamilygroups.org and click on podcasts. You are invited to join us right here for a future podcast, and you are welcome to join us at a meeting of Al-Anon family groups in your own community.